Today's episode is brought to you by Magoosh, which is not just one of the funnest words to say. It's also online test prep for the GRE, GMAT, LSAT, SAT, ACT, TOEFL, and Praxis. Of course, Praxis. It can be hard to find the time and money to prepare for standardized tests. Magoosh offers a better solution, affordable and effective test prep that's 100% online. Log in anytime, anywhere, on your computer, tablet, phone, study when you want, where you want. Magoosh's complete test prep starts at under $100, and they guarantee you'll improve your score or they'll give you your money back. Go to magoosh.com right now. That's M-A-G-O-O-S-H.com and get 20% off with code BEAUTIFUL at checkout. Beautiful stories make the world go around. So does saving a life. Register today to donate to a blood cancer patient who needs you to give them a second chance at life. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Simple as that. You can do a lot of good. Just think, if you become a donor, both you and the patient you save will surely have one hell of a beautiful story to tell. Register today at dkms.org slash beautiful. That's B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L or text STORIES to 50555 for more information. Data rates may apply. Be a good person. Help somebody. Support dkms.org slash beautiful. Hold on. Cut the music. John, cut the music. I got, I got something I need to say before we let the world start talking. I get a lot of questions about this show, frequently asked questions, you might say, in internet lingo. And I wanted to just take a minute to address some of the things you guys always ask about. So here we go. When do you take calls? The answer is whenever the studio is available and my schedule fits and we don't really think about it more than that. How can you call in? Really, all you have to do, just follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Whenever I'm in the studio or about to take off, throw the number up, you call in. It's as simple as that, and I hope that doesn't come off as like a gross ploy to get followers. It's really not. It's just that that's actually a very useful way to use social media. Why don't you get more of blank kind of callers? This one is always a little baffling to me because it's anonymous and random. So I just take whoever calls in, and I'd love for the show to be uh, diverse in all ways, and I, have, I think it has been getting there, and I feel like in the future, as more and more people find out about the show, I hope more and more types of people call in. Um, but that's the answer to that, is I don't know who's calling in. We don't ask them to call in, so when people yell at me about that, I, I, get, I get very confused. Can I call internationally? This one comes up all the time. Can you call it from foreign countries? Here's the answer is I don't really know how that works. I know we have a call system that has an American number, and I guess if you want to spend the money on that or you want to find some internet-driven way to call, um, I'm not sure what options are out there. It's real. I want to talk to people from all different countries, and my guess is maybe down the line we'll try to figure out something specific. Right now, it just is what it is. How can I support the show? Well, you can tweet. To your friends, you can spread it on social networking, word of mouth in real life. Tell your friends when you're at those uh, dinner parties or at your punk rock shows, hey, listen to this show. It's really cool. The other things you can do, iTunes, you can rate it, review it, subscribe to it. Those things really help. They really help. And if everybody listening out here actually did those things, I think we'd, we'd shoot right back up the charts towards the uh, world domination we're looking for. Are you appearing in My Town Live any soon? Will you be doing more live tapings? I hope we'll be doing more live tapings. Um, A lot of it is technical stuff and scheduling stuff down the line. I'm sure we'll do more. And anytime I have dates, they're at chrisgeth.com. That's for my stand-up stuff. And when when Beautiful Anonymous does go on the road someday, I'll be sure to put all those dates up there, chrisgeth.com. You can always keep track of me. Do you air all the calls you tape? No. No, damn no. 
No, we don't. How do I contact that one caller who talked about that one thing? You don't. It's anonymous. I don't know who they are. So whenever you say like, hey, how do I get back in touch with that one person who called you? My answer is it's in the name of the show. I don't know. You can't do it. That's one of the things we all do. And then people say, how come you're always asking permission to laugh and apologizing for stuff and do this? Don't you think people know what you're getting into when you call at this point? They probably do. Um, but guess what? I'm a human being and I'm trying to be nice and I'm trying to have humanity and not just be an entertainer for your amusement. I'm trying to have an honest conversation with a person who's making themselves vulnerable, telling me their real, actual human story. So that's why I do that. So those are the frequently asked questions and there's a bunch more infrequently, but I won't waste any more time. Let's hit that music, homeboy. Let's get back into the show. Hello, everybody listening. Some of you at home, some of you in cars, some of you might be running. And maybe, like our caller tonight, you run until you cry. Let's check out Beautiful Anonymous. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you. And you'll get to know me. You're about to hear another call, which you know, because that's what this show is. That's what you signed up for. Welcome back. I'm happy to have you guys here. Listen, I'm calling it now. You're about to hear me have more fun I've ever had in the history of Beautiful Anonymous. You're going to hear this call, and at the beginning, you're going to be like, what's he talking about? It's a regular call. It's a pleasant guy. Tell me about his family. Tell him about his fears in life. All this. But you keep listening. Because I tell you, I start to sense that this guy has a good sense of humor. start to sense that this guy's just, at the end of the day, pretty chill dude. Wants to talk. And I had fun with it. And we took it places. Some, uh, some history has been made on the show. Not notable history to anybody except fans of the show. But some firsts happen. And I think you're going to have fun. I think you're going to have a laugh laugh a lot and uh, maybe your jaw will drop and I just pray it doesn't stay open when it does. Enjoy the call. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hey, how's it going? It's pretty good. How about you? Oh, you know, pretty good. Just uh, just got back from breakfast with some old friends and I'm just sitting at home, kind of trying to get some work done. Oh, that's know. cool. You work from home? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's actually kind of a new endeavor for myself. I uh, recently left my job maybe about two months ago. Um, it was kind of like the type of job that sort of sucks your soul type thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm psyched to hear you quit then. I'm always telling people to quit their jobs. That's pretty irresponsible to me. Well, you know, it, I, I like to say, like, it's probably one of the best decisions that I made next to, like, probably the second decision that I've ever made, I think, in my whole life that I was actually 100% sure on. Like, the, the first one was, uh, I'm, you know, I met my wife, and, you know, after we started dating, I was like, oh, man, this is the girl. This is it. Like, I felt very sure, very confident about it. You know, we did... We dated long distance for a long time, um, and then, you know, everything, everything went really well with that. And then, when when the opportunity came recently that to like leave my job and kind of do something that I've been, you know, pining after going for, um, uh, you know, I just kind of like recognized it and I took it and it was great. Very felt really good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So you're psyched. It's yeah, it's working yeah, out. Yeah. The thing you're doing, it's working out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 super psyched. I uh uh 
yeah, I mean, I was, I was working just a really kind of shitty retail job, but, uh, a pretty cool, you know, a pretty cool company here, but, uh, um, I was always pursuing music and, um, music related endeavors and, um, went to school for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty psyched about it. It's, it's still kind of a new thing. Yeah. But, so you're in, now you're in the world of, of work from home music endeavors. Yes. <laughs> I know. Pretty vague. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're keeping it under the vest. I like it. You're retaining that mystery. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> you know, you got to peel back a full layer, a few, uh, few oh, layers first. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, every conversation is an onion. Every conversation is an onion and I'm just peeling back those layers until we're all crying. Yeah, until everybody's crying. That's how this show goes. Oh, man. That, see, and that's, that's another thing. Speaking of crying. So, like, I've never been much of a crier. Okay. But, uh, so, like, it's really weird. Like, recently, like, I've been going for jogs. Like I, uh, especially now that I'm working at home, I can do like, you know, I got back into jogging and getting exercise and getting out. Um, and like, I'll be listening to, you know, just music or something like that. And there's been twice in the past few months where like at the end of my jog, I kind of just break down and I'm like, Whoa, where's that, where'd that come from? Like, that's kind of, kind of, uh, it feels kind of awesome. Cause you know, I'm kind of at the, like the very, very like the end of like a strenuous jog. And then I'm just like, you know, I start thinking about my family. I start thinking about, you know, something, something triggers something, you know, it kind of goes on this long train of thought. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was awesome. (laughs) How fast are you running, man? (laughs) I mean, I'm not going, I'm not going terribly fast. Maybe like, (laughs) uh, you know, maybe like, like a good, Seven, seven and a half minutes per mile. <laughs> sure, I wasn't. I wasn't totally expecting a, an actual timed answer on that. I was mostly kidding. What What do you think? Why are you getting emotional all of a sudden? Can you pinpoint it? Well, I'm. I'm not totally sure. Um, there, there was kind of a big, big, uh, kind of a big turning point when I. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, basically up until about six or seven months ago, like I just had a lot of trouble sleeping. Um, and then, you know, I, I would take, I took medications growing up. Um, and then, uh, so I, I finally got on, on a different medication that didn't make me feel all zonked out and all crazy. And then I started sleeping again, um, which just helps kind of regulate my mood. You know, I feel like, overall happier and more positive and you know the crazy things that sleep does to you <laughs> yeah 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 and um i i don't know i i can't i can't quite pinpoint what what it could be that you know would make me kind of break down in that way i i, I have like my most recent one i was thinking a lot about my dad um he was he was, he was totally fine now but uh, I was, I like it recalled this memory. Uh, I don't know if it was maybe the album I was listening to or, you know, or just the particular setting. But, uh, when I was younger, my, my dad had a heart attack. Um, and you know, he's 
kind of a badass of a man. He had a heart attack in the middle of the night. Uh, didn't wake my mom up. Didn't wake anyone else up. And then uh, drove himself to the hospital, checked himself in, and then called my mom in the morning when he was fine. <laughs> Whoa! So yeah, kind dude. of, kind of a crazy, crazy dude. Yeah, but you're, so your dad's he he's from that he's from that prior generation. Oh, definitely. <laughs> he keeps his money in a coffee can under the bed. That guy, huh? You know, he kept it in a uh, in the garage. <laughs> I wasn't in, that far off. In like a gut. In a gut? I know. You, you were pretty dead on with that. You were pretty dead on. Uh, he, he like kept it in in the garage in a, in like a gun safe. Like he didn't really have any guns, but he would just keep like, like I remember I stumbled upon a stash of money and was like, well, what the heck? <laughs> oh, so he's a real old, you're a real old school, real old school. Yeah. Yeah. And now I find myself kind of, uh, I found myself kind of falling into that same pattern. Like I, I, in my desk drawer, I've just been like slowly hoarding money. <laughs> wow. And you're thinking about them in your crime. But crying. not really intentional. No. Just starting to echo, echo him. What, what, uh, what album were you listening yeah. to when you started crying about your dad? I want to have the soundtrack in my head. I, I think I was listening to the get up kids, uh, something to write home about. Oh, so, so you're, you you quit your job working from home and now you're just like running around listening to emo crying in the streets. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm getting back in touch with my emotions. <laughs> wow. It's hard to tell. It's funny cuz like you you mentioned you're turning into your dad and you're entering a career that you're really happy with and I'm like, "Oh, well you're you're growing up." And that's leading to all these emotions. And then you say you're listening to the Get Up Kids and it makes me feel like you're regressing and that's where the emotions are coming from. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it. I, I guess, yeah, maybe, maybe I am regressing a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to judge it. I'm just saying the Get Up Kids was not the band yeah. I expected you to say. <laughs> I expected you to say either something yeah, really and, old or uh, really new. I didn't expect you to land with like early two thousands, um, popish emo. <laughs> yeah, well, that that particular album had such a big kind of a big impact on um everybody i feel like it was kind of a big turning per yeah i mean obviously everybody and it was like like it was what my older brothers were listening to and uh the the year it was my freshman year of high school i broke my arm and i listened to that album a whole ton when i was you know taking painkillers and it sort of like <laughs> had this weird revelation moment where i was like this is where i want to listen to music for the rest of my life <laughs> wow so that really helped get up kids were one of the bands that helped crack you into into wanting to be a musician oh definitely definitely who else who else who are so, your inspirations yeah, and, uh let's see like other ones. I mean, I, I, another big band I'm really into is uh, the band Explosions in the Sky, uh -huh. like an instrumental r rock band. Um, and they, um, yeah, they've they've kind of had a, a big impact. Just kind of their their music is so it's like cinematic, and I'll listen to that a lot while while I'm running because it's it's kind of like a it's sort of a, a beautiful soundtrack for. Um, you know, I'll, I'll do a lot of, you know, like running in the, 
kind of like running in uh, there's some trails kind of around where we are and That's it's cool it's really like it sort of it fits the environment perfectly it's really cool it's awesome so what else what else you want to do more dad stuff you want to tell me more about your dad you got other things you want to say um sure yeah i mean so the, i mean that was my uh that was the first, that was like the first heart attack with my dad. And my dad's not, a, not an unhealthy dude. Like we, we grew up uh, eating really healthy, you know, it was very conscious. And then especially after that first heart attack, it was a very big, uh, you know, it was a big, big turning point for my family. Cause you know, we started eating more broccoli and brown rice and uh, other stuff like that. Um, which wasn't totally out of normal. It was just a whole lot less chips and other garbage. Um, and then right um, and this is, this, this will kind of tie in. So, uh, um, I moved, I moved out of my, like the house I grew up in and moved to to Texas. That's not where I'm at, but, <laughs> but I, I moved down to Texas and after a few months, like I moved right, right after I found out that my youngest brother, uh, has cancer. Wow which was which was it wasn't a reason it was like he was you know he was in the hospital and he was he's he's better now he's he's in remission it was maybe when he was uh 12 or 13 it just kind of you know sort of just they found out like he just got sick and then a few months later after that my dad had another heart attack and then when they were operating on him uh, he went into a coma for uh maybe about uh three four days and and that was kind of a big, big moment in my life because it was like I, I just I just moved out of the house I grew up in, and then you know my mom calls me and like oh your dad's in the hospital, and your brother just got out of the hospital but he's you know he's like it was still kind of uncertain there so then I, you know I left my job and was like hey I just I, I gotta I gotta fly home for a while and was able to only get time off for a weekend. Wow. And flew out back home, and uh, uh, you know all my all my family was there. My dad was, you know, hooked up to a bunch of machines, and you know we just hang out, talk to him, and um, it was kind of a kind of a surreal experience just being there because I, well, you know, I, I showed up, my brother picked me up, we go to the hospital, and then. Um, when I left, he was still, he's still in a coma and I, you know, I thought I'd get back for work. I was just like, man, that was crazy. And then I, I talked to my dad later and I was like, Hey, do you remember, do you remember much of that? Or like, you know, I wrote him a note and just put it on the bulletin board with like, Hey, you know, love you. Uh, I, you know, if you, if you end up seeing this, like I was here, I, I wish we could have, you know, actually had a conversation but, um, and he was like, he's like, yeah, no, I, I he's like, I was kind of going in and out, but he's like, oh, I remember all you guys there. And I just, you know, I was tired. I just, you know, couldn't respond cause I was, you know, in whatever the state is. And it's kind of, kind of a, an intense time for my family. And especially my mom was very, uh, I, I don't know. Like I come from a pretty, pretty, uh, like anxious, depressed like basically like anything that's wrong with a person like medically runs in my family so pretty predisposed to a lot of that garbage wow that's and uh yeah 
<laughs> you said your dad's a healthy guy. Do you know why he's had multiple heart attacks? Well, it, it, was, it was the type of thing that it, it runs really heavily on his side of the family. Yeah. And um, was just pretty predisposed to it. Uh, he, he grew up I, relatively poor, so I, I assume it probably had something to do with, you know, just not great nutrition growing up. Um, my dad's one of, I think, six kids. And, and his dad, or my grandpa that I never met, died when he was young because of, uh, I think, I think it was kind of a combination of, of uh, like heart problems and uh, alcoholism. Wow. So then uh, my dad and his, and his brothers, because my dad's one of the older, older uh, of his siblings, just kind of helped my grandma. You know, like he went to work when he was super young. And uh, I, I know he wanted to be a mechanic or, you know, like work on cars. He just loves, loves cars. But he kind of just had to give that up to help provide for, with my grandma. But my grandma was a... Uh, the she immigrated over from Russia and and my dad was or everyone on my dad's side of the family was all first generation born here. So it was kind of like a a rough growing up for them. Wow, man, this went I tell you, you uh started off with just like working working from home. You've told me about a world of uh <laughs> grim medical conditions spread throughout your family over three generations. Yeah, that. Is that why you're running you know, so much? Like, you, like I said, it, it's unraveling. <laughs> yeah, is that is that why you're running so much? Is it for health stuff? Definitely, definitely. And I'm I, I feel like it's it's kind of a it, it's a good perfect storm of being like a very anxious anxious person because I'm always like I have anxiety about you know having a heart attack and uh, like I don't want to leave leave my wife in the position of, you know, like I, I, I've, if I have a heart attack, I want her to know about it, but I just want, don't <laughs> even want to have one. Like, yeah. so, so I'm very particular about, you know, like what I eat and how much exercise I get and, um, which lays a lot of kind of unnecessary guilt. I feel like sometimes on, you know, like, Oh, I shouldn't be eating this. And if I do, I should probably go, run three or four miles just to, you know, even it out so I don't die type thing. Oh, wow. So it's really, it's driven by a lot of, a lot of anxiety. Oh, oh yeah. Loads of it. And in the whole anxiety thing is, is kind of new to me. Cause I never, uh, I never really, I never really knew what it was until I got married and my wife was like, I was how I felt she was like, oh yeah, no, it's just anxiety. And I was like, what, what are you, what are you talking about? And then, you know, went into more detail and I was like, oh, so everyone in my family is super anxious and that's why I've been feeling that way. And that's probably why I haven't slept in, you know, 10 years or so. <laughs> wow. How old are you? Can I ask how old you are? I'm 27. 27. Still in the prime. Yeah. In your athletic prime. They say that's the athletic prime, 27, 28. Oh, interesting. Yeah, perfect time to be doing all this running and crying. I know, exactly. You know, it's it's like therapeutic and also good like for the physical health. <laughs> How long have you been married? Uh it's gonna be five years next next week. Oh wow, you got married young. Yeah, yeah. Um we, we don't have any kids. Um we both just, you know, live live in a small little apartment 
in uh, both both work and um, and my wife's actually just about to transition out of out of her current job that um, and I'm so thrilled for her. She was kind of working a job that uh, she I mean she's good at everything she does, but the job she's in she excelled at, and then it's the type of job that kind of I don't know I guess makes you think that you're not. Like, like you can't get a job outside of that job because they just want to promote within and keep going. But um, I'm just, I'm super stoked that she's finally getting out because her, her hours during the summer were so, um, like she would work from 1 to 11, 11.30 at night. So her summer hours means that, you know, I spend most of the summer kind of just goofing around um, by myself without her, which kind of sucks because, yeah. you know, we like getting outdoors. We like spending time together. That's <laughs> the good. important things, you know. Yeah, it sounds like you got a pretty good uh, – it sounds like your wife's pretty rad, huh? It It is right now. Yeah, it definitely um, – I'm I'm at a really good point in my life where I'm not – Oh, I said wife, like, not life. I'm sleeping – Life, there's life. Uh-huh. Life, I wife. get it. Life, you've wife. had some anxiety stuff. Life, you've got some real fears about uh, yeah. f- your father and your grandfather and heart problems. I'm, I, I, but your <laughs> wife, your wife sounds like she's a real rock. Oh, she's she's absolutely awesome. Like she's she's great. We're like opposites in a lot of things, and we're like very very similar in a lot of things um, as far as like anxieties and situations but but usually um like if she's panicking i'm the complete opposite like like i'm i'm totally fine in that situation so we we do a really good job of supporting each other in uncomfortable situations like i mean just even you know go go into a party or something like that i'm like oh it's fine and then she's like i i can't handle this i'm like all right let's give it five minutes. And then if, you know, if you still feel that way, let's, let's get out of here. Cause you know, in the, the end of the day, it's not really worth it. So it's not, it's not exactly like your wife is like this, the source of stability in your life. It's that you're both good about like letting the pendulum swing back and forth and not freaking out at the oh, same definitely. time. Exactly. There's, <laughs> there has been some times where we've both been freaking out at the same time, but, um, luckily it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good and balanced. Um, I had a weird thing happen the other night. Uh, it was like Wednesday or something. Um, I, I, we were, we were just, we were watching TV and, uh, we just, we just eaten dinner and I was just, I was laying on the floor. I was checking my email and I, I go for, like I yawn and then my jaw clicks out of joint and just stays open. Like I look like the biggest doofus. Like, and, and of course, like I, it's, it's been kind of, you know, it's been something that I joked around about as being like something that I'm scared of. And I like definitely was, I'm sorry. I'm laughing, but the imagery is pretty choice. And we're going to take a break right there. Cause it's a cliffhanger. His jaws open. What's going to happen. How does that end? Well, you'll learn right after we come back. But right now we got some uh, some ads from our sponsors who help make this show happen. Therapy can and should be affordable, confidential, convenient, and this is exactly what Talkspace is 
Only with Talkspace do you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated, licensed therapist for just $32 a week. Join over 300,000 users who already know that with Talkspace, you can text, audio message, or video message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait a week for your next appointment because with Talkspace, your therapist is always in your pocket or on your computer, and now you can even schedule a live video session with your therapist right from your smartphone. Visit Talkspace.com beautiful for a special $30 discount off your first month or download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code Beautiful. Guys, I'm a huge supporter of therapy. I, I, I'm in it myself. I really enjoy it and encourage others. If you, if you think you might enjoy it, get something out of it, go for it. Talkspace therapy for how we live today. Let's get back to this caller. See if his, his mouth is ever going to close. We were watching TV and uh, we just, we just eaten dinner and I was just, I was laying on the floor I was checking my email and I, I go for, like I yawn and then my jaw clicks out of joint and just stays open. Like I look like the biggest doofus. Like, and, and of course, like I, it's, it's been kind of, you know, it's been something that I joked around about as being like something that I'm scared of. And I like definitely was. I'm sorry. Like, I'm laughing. The, but the imagery is pretty all, choice. Oh, I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I had the, the the forethought to to take a couple pictures while I was in it, and uh, you know it was it like the first hour <laughs> was awful. It just it just was awful, and then we 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 go to we go to one urgent care. He goes, oh, we're full, but you can go to this one. They so I go to another one, and as we're waiting there, I was like, hey, you know, well, my mouth is open, so I was like, huh, 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 huh. and then. Uh, you know, I, I, I take a picture of both of us and I'm like, this is so ridiculous and so stupid that I'm going to like, I've, I, you know, I hung out with some friends the next day and I was like, like, this is, this is the dumbest thing that's ever happened to me, but also don't yawn too hard. And I would show him the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, I had a buddy, same thing. My friend Rob Malone was once eating a cheeseburger, opened his mouth too wide, couldn't close it. <laughs> This is a more common thing than we like to talk about. This is a uh, hidden truth in American culture that yeah, I'm glad you're finally kicking the door open, yeah. talking about open mouth, this you know, open a, mouth thing. Yeah, let this be a PSA. Just don't open your mouth too big. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what did they do? Did they just snap it back into place? Well, so the 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 second urgent care we were at, he was like, he's like, well, we can't really give any drugs, and uh, he was like, uh, l- let me go see. And, and after my wife was like, I'm pretty sure he was just Googling like what to do when someone's <laughs> mouth is stuck open. I was like, all right. Uh, he, he, he came back with like gloves on and some gauze and he was, he was like, Oh, I'll just, you know, I'll put, I'll put my hands in your mouth and, uh, I'll just press down and, and, and let, just, you go ahead and let me know when it hurts. And the second he put his hands on my mouth, I was like, no, no, this isn't working. This isn't working. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, buddy. I, I think you need to go to the emergency room. Uh, yeah, I mean, plus I can't give any pain meds for it. So um, I was like, oh, okay. So we, we drive down the road to the emergency room and I, I walk into the emergency room. You know, it's like a Wednesday night. So it's not super full, but there are a lot of people. And uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome when you're the only person with their mouth stuck open. <laughs> How long was your mouth open, bro? Uh, 
know, maybe like two and a half, three hours. <laughs> right? Like, so ridiculous. Your mouth is open so for ridiculous. Three, so you now you're at the emergency. You stop with this urgent care bullshit. You go to a real emergency room, which you should have done out of the gate. It sounds like. I know. I it, it was it was out of like oh I don't want to pay all the money to go to emergency room. But and and you hate hospitals. And you hate hospitals, don't you? I bet you hate hospitals. Uh, not really. Huh? Well, uh, I mean, how many of it then? That make me a little a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, just a lot of bad, bad things have happened. I stand corrected. <laughs> so, okay. less than ideal, but. So let's focus up. So now you're in the emergency room. Okay. How long are you sitting there with your mouth yeah. wide open before they come see you? Because there's other people who I'm sure are dealing with stuff uh, that's life-threatening. Oh, exactly. Yeah, there was, uh, there was, you know, a bunch of calls that they were saying, you know, like, code something something in, in, in like, the, the children's unit. And I was like, oh, man, I really hope they aren't pushing me forward in front of that because i was like if, if there's something if there's something bad going on it's like just you know this is this sucks but if there's something else going on um you know i was trying to be i was like you know it, it's fine we, i was only waiting in there for maybe 20 25 minutes um uh-huh, uh-huh. you know just sitting in a chair and there there was a guy across from me who <laughs> he he, uh, he had his phone plugged in and he, he was the type of person who's using uh like speech to text but yeah. like he's holding his phone with both of his hands and is like, okay, I'll be there soon. And then just kept on doing it. But then he was like, kept on like looked over his phone at me a bunch of times. I was like, come on, man. Like, I'm not judging you. <laughs> yeah. So you're getting judged. You're the open mouth guy. You're the open mouth guy. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I know they're like, they're like, oh my God, I saw the dumbest guy in the emergency room tonight. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Everybody's judging. So they, they, uh, they uh they finally call me in um they they're like okay go ahead and sit uh you know sit, sit down they're like oh what's going on and my wife was like oh you know um you know he was yawning and his jaw stuck open and they were like oh okay well were you telling him a bad story what like uh come on man <laughs> come on oh like that made you yawn <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. And then they like, you know, kept, it, it, it was nice. They they were they yeah. were still trying to like kind of break the tension. And, Pretty good gag for uh, a hospital, which I really appreciated. As far as the standards oh, exactly, of a hospital yeah. go, yeah, good joke, good joke for a hospital. Yeah, and they, you know, um, so then you know, I'm, I'm laying there. He looks at it. And he's like, "Oh, it's definitely dislocated, um, you know, and your muscles have just seized up." <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go ahead and. Um, you know, put you on an IV, uh-huh, and uh-huh. at and at, the, at that at that point, it was a small room, and there was maybe like seven or eight people in there, and I, you know, like everyone was touching me. And, I'll tell you, I can feel. Yeah, I bet every listener, everyone listening to this, I can feel everybody's asshole tightening up as they're wondering when the actual pop back in happens. Continue. <laughs> So, so I'm, I'm sitting there, like they, they put oxygen on me, like uh-huh, uh-huh. everyone is touching some part of my body Ooh. and like, I kind of just start to go into like a shaky panic, uh-huh, uh-huh. um, as they, they like, they, they put, <laughs> they put the IV in and they, I remember the last thing before I, you know, I blacked out for it. They, um, 
he was he was like, oh, we're going to give you the same thing that uh that you know Michael Jackson was taking. I was like, like the 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 painkiller or you know whatever the IV, and they're like, yeah, it's the same thing that you know he was injecting. But but I mean, don't don't worry, um, you know, <laughs> if, if we actually give you too much, this is what these guys are here for to make sure. And I was yeah. like, I looked at him, and I was like, what or what? <laughs> He's like, he's like, you're, you're not going to die today. It's, it, it's fine. We're just going to give you that. You're not even going to remember this conversation. Yeah. I was like, no, no, come on. And then you just wake up, you wake up, your jaw's back in place and it hurts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and <laughs> I was like, I asked my wife for details after, cause she, she was sitting in there. She, they're like, are you sure you want to stay? And she was yeah. like, oh yeah, I want to just stay. What? So then I, 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 I go totally under, and then she said, yeah, they were just, you know, they, they had their hands in my mouth, and then they just kind of just, just a little gentle just pop right back into place. Uh, and then she was saying that, that one of the scariest moments was when I was still out and I, everything was silent, and they were just, like, kind of tapping me and were like, hey, hey, wake up, hey, wake up. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I wasn't there for that. Like, I just remember kind of you know, just hazily coming back in. And as she said, the first thing, first thing they said, they're, they're like, Hey, do you know, um, do you know who that is? And they pointed my wife and I was like, I was like, Oh, that's Lil Wayne. Wow. He called and, your wife Lil Wayne. She, I know. I was like, that's, that's not anything I've ever called you, but I think it might be now. Uh, and then, you know, I, I slowly, slowly came back and, I was able to talk and I was like, how did it go? And they're like, well, you're talking. All right. They're like, all right, well just don't, you know, don't open up your mouth too big. (laughs) And it probably, you know, it could happen again. Like, Oh, are you kidding me? Come on. That was awful. They told Rob (laughs) Malone that too, about the cheeseburger incident. I wish you were awake though. I wish you were awake. So you could have had that, like, uh, was it Riggs in lethal weapon? Got his shoulder popped back in that Riggs moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you have anxiety when you yawn. Something else to be anxious about, yawning, as if you didn't have I, a- I know. This this whole week, I, I like, I halfway, yeah, like, my favorite things are being bored and yawning, and I can't even do that. <laughs> Your <laughs> you dad. Know? Your dad would have just popped his own jaw back in, or he would have just lived with his mouth open. I, that was his way. Yeah, he... Yeah, he would have lived the rest of his life with his mouth open and just owned it. Yeah, other people would just have to feed him like a baby bird. He'd just have to stick his jaw yeah, in there. People yeah. drop little food, little food in there for him. You know, I, I think the funniest part of having my mouth totally open, other than just looking like that, was all the drool. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I like... Yeah, like I, uh, I grabbed a towel before we went to the hospital, <laughs> and was just like constantly wiping my mouth out. It was so gross, Ugh. but you know, still in hindsight, kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, my anxious, yeah. my anxious friend, my anxious twenty-seven-year-old friend. What else? I think there, <laughs> I know. I, can, I think I I'm can twenty-seven. Speak for, I shouldn't have anything to be anxious. Uh, about. That's not how it works, though. I think I can speak for the world when I say. We can't hear any more about that jaw stuff or drool. It's, uh, cr- cringy, yeah, cringy yeah. medical Let's, stuff. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, what else? What else? Um, trying to think what else. Um, okay. the, the friend 
that introduced my wife and I is actually staying at my apartment right now. Um, oh. And right, right when I, right when I called, they walked back in and I was like, Oh, Oh, or yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. And just, then just walked outside. Oh, wait. So your friend, <laughs> kinda, your, your friend is present. Your friend is nearby for this call. Uh, he's, he's in my apartment and I'm just uh, back kind of at the park. Back at the park. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 uh, complex backs up to, uh, one of the many parks in the city and, uh-huh. um, yeah, so I'm just kind of sitting at the curb next to the community garden, That's um, cool. which is kind of a cool Sounds little, pleasant. cool little thing. Sounds like a quaint place. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of So nice. how'd you meet your wife? How'd this guy introduce you? Why'd you get married so young? So I, oh, you know, let's, let's, let's dive into that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so I met, uh, so, so the friend that's here right now, um, I grew up with him. Uh, I was, I was homeschooled until I was in seventh grade and, and he was too. He, um, and so like our families grew up together and, and, you know, like did the same homeschool groups and did all this stuff. So I, I've, I've known him since, uh, like, I don't know, basically since, since birth, essentially, it feels wow. like. And in, in seventh grade, he, he moved, or him and his whole family moved to Texas. I, I believe his dad got a job. Um, and then I was, uh, a buddy and I went down went down there to uh, just just visit him hang out with him when it was when I think I think I was maybe 17 then and uh so my friend uh, went to school with with my wife and we sort of just kind of hit it off she was 16 I was I was 17 and we kind of known of each other just through uh you know it was like MySpace at the time um and we just sort of kept in contact. We, I mean, we, we didn't start dating until uh, after high school and we did that for, uh, we, we did it long distance for, for a year. So it was kind of a year of like, we, we both knew we wanted to, we wanted to be together. We just weren't really sure how. So we were like, well, let's just do this thing. So then, uh, you know, we just save money and every three, four months or, or however many, however that adds up to, uh, we just fly back kind of back and forth, take turn, turn with each other. And then teenager college age. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I had eight, 18, maybe. Wow. Eight, 18, maybe almost 19 or I may, I may have been 19. And then, um, I was just, I was working kind of a, kind of a, you know, simple job at a coffee shop. Uh, and then I, I think the last time we sort of visited, I, I, I took a little road trip by myself, um, and drove, drove down to Texas, um, just sort of, you know, packed the stuff in my car and then just drove down there just to visit for a few days and then drove back. And that was, that was where, you know, I had a lot of time to think and a lot of, you know, sleeping at truck stops alone and uh, a lot of like, <laughs> A lot of big moments, yeah, kind of happened then. Are you religious? Were you raised religious? Then, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I still go to church. Yeah. Um, 
like a non-denominational Christian church. That's cool. Um, yeah. Hey, wait, you said and, your buddy. You said your buddy's nearby. Uh, he he's well. He's he's in my apartment, or him and his girlfriend think are in my apartment. They may have gone for a walk. Would you be? Uh, uh, would you be? I want to ask him what it feels like to introduce some people who get married. I've never done this. The show has never involved more than one person. Would you be hey, willing to break the seal? I I would be I would be totally willing. Um, let's walk let back me, to the house. Let's let walk, walk back, back to the house together. See if we can find this guy. Just make sure before you end on the phone, you just <laughs> inexplicably say, "Don't say my name or your name." Just make sure he understands. The rules. <laughs> okay, okay, and we'll keep walking. We'll keep walking while we I'll talk. Give him a, I'll give him a rundown. Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's find this guy. Awesome. Give him the bullet points. Don't run. Don't run because you might start crying. Let's walk. Walk leisurely. I, I, might, I might start crying. Actually, yes, run. Actually, open. yes, run. Crying. People, the listeners of this show like crying. So, yes, run. And then maybe you'll be weeping when you find your friend. Then you can say, don't say any names. It's a thing. Don't worry about it. Trust me. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you, you, you've got to trust me on this. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm about to walk back in. Let uh-huh, me uh, uh-huh. hang on a second. Oh, I like this. I'll give him a run that right now. This is very, uh, very exciting. Thank you. Thank you for being part of an experiment. I think our friend is running. I hear the wind on the phone. It's very, look at this found audio. Is this, no, that's not what found audio is. It's unexpected audio. Oh, did he cut out? Did he hang up? Was that that? Huh? No? We think he's still on. The call is still connected on our end. Did he mute the phone? Maybe he muted. Hello? Uh, are, are you there? Yes. Did you mute the phone? Oh, I actually I accidentally bumped. Yeah, I accidentally bumped my phone on mute. <laughs> no, that's okay. I was uh, Look at that moment. of uh, There was a moment of real suspense, and now we're back to the anticipation. Rising action in the screenplay version of this right. story this is the this is the <laughs> rising action okay so i'm gonna hand uh hand the phone over and oh you did you found all it. right okay wow look at this first ever john first ever hello hello wait what happened it's supposed to be one guy now it's two guys weird exciting stuff an adrenaline rush well guess what you're gonna have to see the repercussions of this bold move when we get back from these words from our sponsors I'm over here in Edinburgh, Scotland, performing in the Fringe Festival, and one of the things I'm most upset about is my Casper mattress arrived while I was here, but my wife FaceTimed me, her opening the box, it popped out, it's awesome, she says it's great to sleep on, soft, sink into it, so upset that I don't get to sleep on that sweet Casper mattress, especially because that's a mattress uh, that they've created and they sell directly to consumers, it eliminates all the commission-driven inflated prices, it's award-winning Sleek design, that box. It was really impressive to watch, even over over FaceTime with my lovely wife. There's an in-house team of engineers, and they've spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It's got springy latex and supportive memory foams for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink, just the right bounce. Plus, it's breathable, helps you stay cool at night, which is good for me. I sweat a lot. Mattresses can often cost over 1500 bucks, but Casper mattresses, they cost $500 for a twin. 
$600 for a twin XL, $750 for a full, $850 for a queen, $950 for a king. That's amazing. And it's risk-free. They offer free delivery and free returns with a 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up. They'll refund you everything. Get 50 bucks towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com beautiful and using offer code beautiful. That's www.casper.com beautiful. Use offer code beautiful. Terms and conditions apply, of course, but go get that 50 bucks. It's a great thing. Now here, this podcast festival is coming to Anaheim, California, October 28th through 30th. It's going to be like Comic-Con for podcasts, a weekend of live performances, special events for podcast fans, and some of your favorite shows. The Moth will be there. Lore, one of my favorite podcasts, Criminal, Phoebe Judge. Don't know that she's aware of me, but I dig her work. Mark Marin will be there from WTF with his producer talking about their favorite behind-the-scenes stories and some of your favorite comedy shows, Comedy Bang Bang, Improv for Humans, How Did This Get Made, Super Ego, dozens more and more being announced all the time. Check out all the ticket options for special events like meet and greets with hosts. Register today at nowhearthisfest.com. Now hear this, October 28th through 30th, Anaheim, California, nowhearthisfest.com for more info. And now let's get back to the call. Not with the dude you're used to. Okay, so I'm going to hand uh, hand the phone over. and Oh, you did. You found it. All right. Okay. Wow, look at this. First ever, John. First ever. Hello? Hello? Hey, so don't tell hey me there. your name. Okay. What's it, fe- what's it feel like to introduce two people who get married to each other? <laughs> uh, it uh, seems like a lot of responsibility. Really? Really? It was, uh, it was, uh, it was not intentional um, when it happened, but uh, it, it worked out pretty well, I think. Now, I tell you, I don't know your friend's name. I've been talking to him for about 38 minutes, but you guys have the same even-tempered tone. You have a very similar, I can see why you're friends. You have a very similar even-tempered tone. Uh, that's good to, good to hear. I think that's a, that's a good attribute. <laughs> yeah. So what do I need to know about your buddy who's been talking to me for so long? What's he been holding back on? Oh, uh, what's he been holding back on? Let's see. He, uh, he comes from a really large homeschooled family. I heard about that. I heard uh, about that, that yeah. uh, That's a, a pretty big thing. Did you know he cries when he runs? Oh yeah, definitely. I I was uh, I remember one of the first times I think he ever ran. He definitely was on the brink of tears. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good to know. Good to know. Do you ever run with him? Do you ever run with him just for emotional support? I think that was the only time. I think it was so scarring I had to give up after yeah. that time. <laughs> I get that. So you're responsible. You're responsible for this marriage. Were you the best man or anything like that? I was, I was indeed. Yeah, I don't. And in my wedding toast, I fully took a took credit for uh, getting them married. No doubt. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of pressure, dude. I know. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, it's kind of on me. A little bit, but not really. But a little bit. And you were homeschooled. He said you were homeschooled too. I was. Well, for uh, until sixth grade through sixth grade. Why'd you switch over? So fifty fifty. Well, we moved to. To from Oregon to Texas, and uh, then my, I think my mom decided she didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> she was over it. Okay, okay, that's a good answer. So what do I? What, what's your buddy not telling me? What's your buddy not? What, what's your buddy not telling me that I can know about? I don't know. What are you? Uh, what are you interested to know about? Do you know anything? Do you know anything about what you're participating in right now? What we're participating in right now? Yeah, what this phone call is. 
Oh, I I have no idea. <laughs> so there's a podcast. I'm the host of a podcast. My name is Chris. Don't tell me your name because uh-huh. it's an anonymous podcast. Okay. And what we do is people call in okay. and I just talk to them for up to an hour totally anonymously and they tell me things, whatever they want to tell me. It can be light. It can be heavy. Sometimes uh-huh. it's gone in either direction. I always try to make it funny because I'm a comedian by trade. I don't always succeed at that. But your buddy was about 30, right. 35 minutes into one of these calls somewhere between not to put any fear in your head i don't know if you don't like public speaking somewhere between 150 and 200,000 people are listening to you and i talk oh wow that is uh that's a little bit intimidating for sure it's not the biggest podcast in the world but it's got a little a little weight behind it yeah absolutely and he's thrown you into this chaos at my request i'll take the hit on that but what's the thing your buddy doesn't want 150,000 people to know? That's what I'm trying to get to. What here. does he not want anyone to know? Yeah, is he in front of you? Oh, is, he, is he watching you? Is he standing by watching this conversation? He he is. Good. Yes, he's keep, right here. Keep saying he shit like that out loud. Right keep saying stuff like that out loud. What does he not <laughs> want you to know? That's good. I want your buddy to sweat. What does he not want us to know? Uh, he probably wouldn't want anyone to see some of the haircuts he had. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. He had a mullet, mullet there, back there in the day? There were some good ones. Went, no, I went from the, the bleach tips. Ooh, bleach great, tips. was a great junior high haircut. Uh-huh, uh-huh. To, uh, to the, the scene kid emo swoop with the... With the, the spikes in the back yes. and the, the swoop in the front. That was a really good one. Yes. He mentioned that he that listens a, to the Get Up Kids a lot. His emo days are not totally done. Right. Yeah, yeah. The Get Up Kids. We both listened to the Get Up Kids back in the day. We even dabbled in a little dashboard confessional uh, in the early days. You dabbled in the dashboard <laughs> confessional. Alkaline Trio wind up in that oh, yeah. mix? Uh, not so much for me. He did listen to them a little bit, though. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I was yeah, not as good into stuff music back then. then. I like. I felt. I feel like. Uh, I don't know what this. I like. I really like Jawbreaker. I feel like on some level, Jawbreaker was a precursor. Oh of those yeah. Bands. I was. I like Jawbreaker and uh, Jets Brazil. Uh huh. That was another good. Oh, Blake uh, good band that was in that same lineage. Yeah, the family tree. Oh yeah, there. Texas is the reason. Wow, that was a good one too. We got similar music good stuff. Yeah, we 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 uh, progressed slightly in our musical uh, tastes uh, after after some of those, uh, only slightly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Junior high was a lot of uh, Blink One Eighty Two, a little Good Charlotte. Um, oh, I can see that that sort of thing. Yeah, all the small things. Indeed, it was, it was a good time. Okay, oh, t- yeah. Tell me a story about you and your friend. It can be whatever you want. Embarrassing, heartwarming, something meaningful to you. Just you're standing there in front of your buddy who's wondering what I'm saying. I want you to tell me a story about a time you and he shared. Let's see. Uh, well, we went to summer camp together. Um, there was one really uh, pretty horrible story. <laughs> some uh, some camp counselors thought it would be funny to do a prank on some of the younger kids. And uh, Seems they thought it would be funny to tie up and have a bunch of girls come make fun of him. It, it backfired horribly and everyone <laughs> was very upset. <laughs> what are you talking about? The counselors tied was, your buddy uh, yeah, up and a- girls made fun of him? Sounds like a weird. They did, yeah. It they sounds kind of like my current day fantasy, it, but it sounds like a horrible yeah, thing for did, a child. Right. <laughs> did not go over well. They thought it would be pretty, you know, lighthearted fun, but that uh, sounds like the most scary go well. thing of all time. 
Yeah, well, he well, he just said he didn't even remember it just now, so I think he's blacked it out. You you have you have unearthed a blacked out memory for your okay. Stay right there, but put him back on yeah, the phone. No. Okay, put him back on the phone. You stay okay. nearby. Don't go anywhere. This is fun for me. I hope it's fun for you. You having right. fun? Here he is. Okay, thank you. Didn't answer the fun part. <laughs> so you got tied to a tree and mocked. You know, I totally blacked that out until he brought that up. This that is was, the I'm source so of all the anxiety. We, we found out where all of the anxiety comes from. <laughs> Do you remember it now? Is it all flooding oh. back? Oh, like it's very vaguely, but yeah. This is a legit suppressed oh memory. Gosh. Okay, put your friend back on the phone. Oh put your friend my, yeah. back on the phone. I want your friend back on the phone. <laughs> put your friend back on the phone. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah. Let's see if we can get some more repressed memories. Yeah, I want to. Uh, okay. okay, is this the friend? You're up. You're up. Hello. What were they? What were they saying? What he can't even remember it. It's all repressed. What were the? What did they say as they surrounded this tree and mocked this prone boy? <laughs> I was I was not present at the time. Oh, it was uh, I came back. He he was brought back to the cabin, and uh, we had to deal with the aftermath. <laughs> what did that entail? His his uh, he was a little bit scarred for sure. He was uh, very upset. Now he told me he's a very anxious person. Would you say this yes. is the source of the anxiety? Uh, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily the source, but it certainly uh, didn't help that along in his uh, development for that, sure. That sounds like a nightmare. That sounds like an. Th that sounds like the type of thing that happens in a horror movie, and then your friend develops telekinetic powers and kills everybody in the town for doing that to him. I th I, he, afterwards, it seemed like he was focusing his energy towards that for sure. Yeah, no wonder but, uh, he, he was hoping so that evil. that would happen. Wow! Wow! So he's torn up after this. Wow! Did you go back to the summer camp? Did you yeah. tell your parents about that? Uh, no, I think that was the last time. I think, uh, there, it, it, there was a little bit of a fallout the next day. There was a lot of uh, conversation that happened about it. Is it like we all need to sit down and discuss what happened? Right, yeah, Those exactly. Counselors what got what fired, some people right? think might be funny doesn't necessarily – yeah, they, they got disciplined, I think. But it, it, it was a, a misunderstanding, I guess. I don't know how they, uh, how they exactly perceived it after the fact. <laughs> okay, okay, put him back on the phone. Put, put the original guy back on the phone. You sound a little similar to me, so I'm calling you okay. the new guy. Let's put the original guy back on. All right, here he is. Okay, thank you so much. All right. Okay, now your buddy – your buddy said some stuff about you. What do you what do you want us to know about him? Oh man. He like got what, you. what sort of thing? You can get him back. He just told us you got tied to a tree and mocked. That's brutal. That's like the worst bullying oh, I've man. ever heard of. It's like a Todd Salons movie. <laughs> oh man. I okay, I'm trying to think. Now I'm trying to think of something. Because we got twelve minutes. We gotta what? get this dude back. He just told 200,000 oh, people that stuff. He just told 200,000 oh, people that dirt. <laughs> man, uh, now I'm trying to think of things about you. Ooh, telling him so he can be nervous. Nice, I, nice technique. Oh, I know, I know, Make, making him sweat a little. Oh, uh, man. I mean, you, I feel like you were always pretty neutral. Neutral. Ooh, burn. Burn. Your poems? Poems? Let's, let's talk about these poems. What are these poems? 
Uh, you want to talk to a third person about these poems? Yes! Dang it. Our first two-person call. She said she doesn't have anything to say. No, you put her on the phone. Just hand her the phone. <laughs> it's Gethard, baby. I bring it out. I'll get it. I'll get it out. That's what I'm known for. All right, for. he said I'll bring it out. Hello. Hi, how are you? How's things going? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Now, don't tell me your name or anybody's names. This is all anonymous. I don't know how much okay. you know about this. Nothing. But what are these poems I'm hearing so much about? What are these poems? What are these poems I'm hearing about? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm his fiance now. And Congratulations. I, the only thing I know is none of them were about me. <laughs> oh, he's got a bunch of poems about 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 prior flames. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Lots of uh, hidden emotions that came out creatively. I think. Wow! Congrats on the wedding. When are you getting married? <laughs> um, next year in September. That's awesome. Congrats. I hope it's lovely. Yeah. And beautiful. Thank you. Can you thank put your fiance back on the phone for me, please? Yes. He wants to talk to you about the plans. Hello? Bro, you got to write some poems about your fiance. Well, to be fair, this was in junior high before we had met. So I think she's. <laughs> I don't know if she's listening. <laughs> that wasn't a totally fair assertion. I don't know if she's listening, but I'm telling you, the first thing she says to me about these poems is they're not about me. You better at the wedding part of your vows. You got to write a poem about <laughs> right. it. Right. Uh, yeah, I think. Don't that's say good it, advice. Don't yes, I've yes, considered, yes. I've considered it. You have. Good. Keep it vague so, that, so <laughs> to, she doesn't... To be fair, yeah. uh, to my end, I'd say the, the primary um, focus of the poems, the primary theme is um, looking for love and not finding it. So in, in a sense, uh, she did complete what I was looking for as my, uh, my junior high self. So, oh, you're scoring to, to be points. Fair. <laughs> She's listening and you're scoring points right now. Exactly. That's good. Yep, exactly. Well done. Yep. So got, I, I have a little bit of a defense there. So you're writing, you're writing poems in middle school. You guys really were living the emo life, you and your buddy. Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, no doubt about that. Who introduced we you to your wife? We were inspired by the greats. <laughs> nice. Who introduced uh, you to your wife? Who in, I, actually, I actually met her sister first. Wow. Um, through kind of mutual activities in high school. And then we, we reconnected in college through, um, I had a class, an art class with her roommate at the time. And wow. we had to do a project um, and we went over to her house to work on it. Did you make- it's actually a class on color, just colors. <laughs> Was any of the art about her? Well, it wasn't so much, it was about the, 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 it was about color, so we were more studying uh-huh, uh-huh. colors themselves. Okay, okay, and that was that was the bulk of it. It was a pretty easy class. Oh, that's <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a class you should not. Your parents should not have paid any money for it. So it sounds a class on colors. Right. Sounds. Luckily, luckily they didn't. I just put it on my tab that I'm still paying off. You did. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. 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 So a loan company helped. So you're paying. You're paying interest. You're paying interest on the colors class. That's good. That's good. But that's how we reconnected uh, in college, and then it uh, just slowly unfolded from there. Uh-huh. Now, okay, now, is your buddy, you were his best man. Is he going to be your best man? Yes, he, he's going to be uh, be uh, filling that role. So there's like a brotherly aspect to your relationship here with this guy. We, we came from very similar backgrounds. We both came from homeschooled families of six 
six kids. Um, we met when we were about two or three years old and knew each other ever since. So yeah, we, we've been, we've known each other for quite some time in quite a few different circumstances for sure. Okay. Can I talk to your fiance one more time? Sure. Okay. Hey. So this, uh, this guy, yeah. So this guy who introduced the the guy, The guy, the original guy, he's going to be the best man. You like this guy? Uh-huh. You, like the, the, you like that this guy's yeah, going to be in your wedding? Yes, I do. And he's really good at baking and, and cooking. So I didn't that's know always that. fun to stay with him. Oh, that's good. What yeah. kind of things yeah, he's been he making? Yeah, a mean cinnamon roll. A really mean cinnamon roll. It's never occurred to me that you could make a cinnamon roll. I thought you'd just buy those at Cinnabon. It never occurred to you that you could make a cinnamon roll? No. People at Cinnabon some... make the cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I just thought you'd get those uh, at Cinnabon. Wait, let me tell you something. Yeah, All no. cinnamon rolls are made by someone. Wow. You just, my, you just blew everyone's <laughs> mind. We're going to make that to a t-shirt. I just blew your mind. <laughs> All cinnamon rolls are made by someone. You think this guy's going to give a good best man speech at your wedding? Where's his anxiety? Because he's very anxious. <laughs> you think the anxiety's going to get to him? Uh, I... I think he'll do a great job. That's good. Can I talk to him? Can I, I talk think to the he'll original guy? I have to rehearse, but he'll. Yes, okay. definitely. Okay. Yo. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? We're real comfortable with each other now. <laughs> I know. So it's been you, a while. Are you, are you already? We got. We got. <laughs> what's new? It's next September. It's not this September. It's next September. They're getting married, right? Yeah, next September. So you got time. You're not working on the best man speech yet, are you? Not yet, no. You got to find some of those poems, his old poems. Oh. Read them in front of his family. Oh, I'm sure. I also have like old recordings of uh, when we also thought that we were a band. Ooh. I I have several different ones. You do? And uh, he's really good at singing. Like, no, he's totally tone deaf. (laughs) Where are these recordings? Where are they stored? Um, some of them, some of them I have on a CD. Another one is on a cassette tape. We actually were listening to it last night. So, I mean, are the, the, this is last night. So you could be playing this for me right now. I could. These particular recordings are just, it was when we started a Screamo band. Oh, play them. Oh, you said Screamo? Uh, You want me to play them? I want to hear some Screamo. I want to hear some amateur Screamo, my friend. We got All right. four four Get minutes left. It. Four minutes left. Let's hear some 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 amateur screamo, please. <laughs> All right, I gotta rewind this tape real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is probably our, our debut too. So your, your public debut. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, here, we, here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear it. Is that a keyboard? Yeah, it's a really good keyboard. Oh, maybe that was the outro to your song. Okay, fair. Okay, here we go. Here we go. And yes, like Daniel Bryan just walked into the arena. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Keep that. Uh, can that just so play I, in the background for our last three minutes? 
Can that just? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> wow. And it's the the best part is that we recorded on a cassette tape that says 1997 Winter Homeschooling Workshop. Ooh, that's a productive. So we workshop. recorded it over that. Now you just quit yeah, your job. Exactly. You say you're working back in the musical industry. Is that to restart the Screamo Band? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. But I probably should. Um, I'm doing uh, audio engineering, so recording bands, and then I also do tour booking. Oh. So for like, you know, bands to go on tour and stuff like that. That's awesome. That's cool. So you're a point guard. You're yeah. facilitating. You're yeah. facilitating music. Yeah. I mean, I, I do play music myself too. Yeah. Um, I mainly play guitar, but, um, but yeah, my, my main, my main focus is a lot on, you know, I, I love recording bands and it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. And I, helping bands tour is great too. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So we got two minutes left, man. We talked to a couple. First ever multiple person call. I know. In the history of the show. I was pretty, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's a real adrenaline <laughs> rush for me. Thank you for doing it. I hope that I hope your anxiety goes away. I hope uh so what's the secret what's the secret to your cinnamon rolls, bro? Why are they so mean? How do you cook such a mean cinnamon roll? You know, it's just tons of sugar and tons of cinnamon. And making, you got to let them rise for a while. Making these things from scratch or from like a tube? Oh, no, from scratch, man. Flour, eggs, milk. You're mixing this. Oh, yeah, all of it together. I didn't even know that was a thing you can do. Ah, uh, You got to give it a try. It's, it's surprisingly pretty easy. It just takes a little bit of patience. Fair. Bro, you got speakerphone? Yeah. Let's put it on speaker and end this call with all three of you. Okay. Uh, uh, is he in the bathroom? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he's pooping. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, we got 45 seconds left. That was fluid. Can we slide? <laughs> can we slide the phone under the door? Can we slide the phone? No, under he's the coming door? out. He's coming out. <laughs> it's great. Here we go. I just wanted to say thank you to all three of you for participating in this. Good luck with your wedding. Don't feel too much anxiety about that best man speech. How are you guys feeling with 20 seconds left in this phone call? Very good. Yeah, very good. I think we've accomplished a lot. Yeah, I feel like we uncovered some good things. Yeah. I can't help but notice that that the fiancé is the least enthusiastic about it. (laughs) Uh, She's thrilled. I'm jumping up and down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe I that's how this after ends. The mosh pit after I hope those guys have a great wedding. I hope our original caller nails that best man speech. I hope uh, I hope they just play this hour-long phone call as the best man speech. I hope it's an hour long and it's just this phone call playing over a speaker. Enjoy it, guys. Every call is an onion. And when we peeled back this onion, we found a cinnamon roll. All cinnamon rolls are made by someone. That's uh, the life lessons we learned today. I have so many people to thank. I have to thank our callers, all three of them, for participating in that, especially the two who are right now yelling at their friend for making them do that. I want to thank the Reverend John Delore. I want to thank Greta Cohn. I want to thank Shell Shag for the intro music. I want to meet you guys when I'm out on the road. I've been meeting so many beautiful anonymous fans when I do stand-up. I go out there, 
meeting people. It's, it's cool. Chicago, D.C., I've met you guys, and I have all sorts of dates. ChrisGeff.com. And if you're in the U.K., I'm doing uh, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival all through August. Fun times, fun times. Go check out that info. And if you like the show, please tell others. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It helps so much. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising by far. You guys can tell. I'm not, I'm, I, I, I like regular people with regular stories, and you guys spread the word. It means so much. Thanks so much. And we'll be back next week with more Beautiful Anonymous. And here's what you might hear next time on Beautiful Anonymous. I was listening to like some Morrissey today, and I thought of your podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> you always talk about Morrissey. What were you listening to? I was listening to the part where he's like, if you're so blah, 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 all these different things, why are you alone tonight? And every time I'm just like, oh, you have to call me out like that? If you're so funny, <laughs> why are you on your own tonight? Yeah. And if you're so clever... Why on your own tonight? I know, because tonight it's just like any other night. <laughs> Next That's time on Beautiful Anonymous. The triumphs in your charms. Why aren't they just arms? <laughs> Great song, is my point. I'm Trayvon Free. I'm Mike Drucker. You are now in the room where it's happening. Where we geek out about the best musical of all time. Hamilton. Hamilton. We'll be talking about the lyrics, the history, the production, and we've got some amazing guests. We have actress Kristen Chenoweth. I'm I'm sorry you shot him. Comedian John Hodgman. I ran home and I said to my wife and two children, you have to listen to this. Hamilton cast member Jasmine Cephas Jones. Yo, this is amazing. (laughs) Subscribe right now and you'll never miss an episode. Join us in the room where it's happening. Everybody. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.com.